There are two kinds of people in this world. The people who fail to do what they know they should, and those who keep doing things they know they shouldn't. Guess what? You're both. Hi, I'm your host, life and business coach, Marcy Barker, aka your loving kick in the pants. In this podcast, I'll teach you the six steps of my accountability code that will help you wake up with clarity and show up with aligned action steps that make follow through easy and peaceful. All right, let's jump in. Hello, my beautiful people. In today's podcast episode, I'm going to include the actual recording of this story from my book, The Accountability Code, Wake Up and Show Up. If you haven't yet, you can get my entire audiobook for free by going to my website. But for this episode, I wanted to give you a sneak peek of what the stories in my book are like. This particular story, Always Ready, is a very good example of what it felt like for me to have the desire to follow through with those positive, reassuring promptings I was receiving. As you listen to the story, I want you to pay attention. What do those nudges feel like for you? What do those promptings do for your ability to take action? And ultimately, the whole goal of being accountable is making sure that you're always ready to follow through with the messages that you receive on the inside. I hope you love this story as much as I do and that you're inspired to take action now. All right, enjoy the story. Always ready. Sometimes in your life, you experience massive change in a short amount of time. Your emotions get hit so strongly that you know without a doubt it changes everything. This story about my friend B was one of those life-changing experiences that changed my commitment to my own expectations in a fundamental way. Years ago, I sat in church and listened to my friend B talk about how her physical limits prevented her from helping people in many ways. She said, instead of physically helping, she'd offer up a prayer when she could. B told me that one time she saw someone's car stuck in the snow, and knowing that she couldn't literally help them move out of the way, she offered a prayer on their behalf. Her words really inspired me, and I decided I wanted to be like B and to pray for those who I couldn't physically help. But I also really wanted to physically help too. My intention was put to the test when I drove home from the gym one day and came upon a truck which had taken a wide turn that caused a bunch of plywood sheets to slide out of the back of his truck. I was able to park quickly and safely run into the road and help the driver lift the planks to clear the intersection. I actually found incredible peace and motivation from that incident to constantly be ready for any emergency moment by staying fit. B continued to inspire my service. If you spoke at church, made someone a meal, or offered a comment in class that impacted her, you would receive a card in the mail days later thanking you. Because of B, I committed to show my gratitude and love through cards too, and I have absolutely loved it. They are excellent ways to offer thanks and lift someone in prayer even when you cannot physically serve or are unable to call them in person. Years later, after I moved away, I saw B's daughter post on Facebook that her mom was in the hospital. I quickly messaged Michelle for her mom's hospital address, and I fired off a letter to wish her well. Even though she was unwell, she returned the sentiment with some sweet words in another card to me. I have kept a collection of letters and cards that I get from friends and family and clients over the years, and B has her own section. Sadly, I soon learned that B passed away from complications of surgery. It hurt my heart even more to learn that it was a weight loss surgery. 
I knew how important it was for B to serve others in the best way that she could, and it was sad that her life had ended this way. She had taken a big step in her health, but her goodness on this earth was immediately ended. Sadly, no one would ever receive a card from her again. B's legacy will live on, for she touched thousands of lives with her thoughtful cards. I can't help but wonder, however, how great her impact might have been if her physical health was different. Of course, I don't know all the details of her life, but she continues to impact me with her many examples of generosity and compassion. In grief over the loss of my friend, I reached out to B's daughter, Michelle, to let her know how big her mother's impact had been. We had a very tender conversation. She told me that her mom had prayed and prayed to have weight loss surgery, but her family wasn't convinced that she was healthy enough for it to be successful. They tried to persuade her to change her mind, but B was adamant that she needed to go through with it. To support their mother during her health issues and surgery, Michelle and her siblings started a group chat. They continued to communicate after their mother's passing, and they gained a closer relationship between themselves. To this day, they text daily. Michelle shared with me that shortly after her mother's death, her brother was contemplating suicide and that he credits those daily texts with saving his life. Michelle allowed me to share her words. I have no doubt in my mind that my mom traded her life for my brother's. I think that she chose to follow the spirit and get the surgery even though we all knew her body wasn't in a good condition to be successful. We had so many tender mercies from the Lord during her illness and passing where we were able to see his hand and know he was aware of us. Knowing that it was the right thing is only a small comfort, but it still helps. It didn't lessen the grief of her or loss, but Michelle and her siblings were inspired to be better because of their humble mother. We will never fully know what our impact will be on others, but we do know how important our bodies and our health are to our service to others. May we be in tune with our spirits and use our bodies to follow through on the good we want and desire to do for others. I use this mantra. True happiness comes only when our spirits learn to control our bodies, training them to be governed by the laws of God. I use this mantra as a reminder of what I must do physically so that my body will never hold me back from doing what is in my heart. I'm so grateful to be for teaching me the lesson of serving however you can and her ability to empower me with a few short, kind sentences in a card. No matter your physical condition, you have the power to make a massive difference in someone's life. What ailments or limitations are holding you back from contributing to the world in a larger way? I know that when I'm feeling depressed, I don't show up as my normal self. If I get lazy with my daily health habits, I start to feel depressed more often. Your body is a vehicle for your spirit. Nobody's body is perfect, but we are all blessed with the means of taking action for good. Knowing the value of eating nutritionally, I invite people over for dinner every other week. This helps me have a sit-down dinner, connect with others, and improves the relationship I have with food. How can you use your body to improve your impact on a deeper level? I have also learned that when I'm feeling down, I retreat into my shell. This is why I love sending cards in the mail. Sending out words of gratitude relieves any negativity and takes a small amount of effort. I can still use my body to carry out goodness even when I'm not able to physically show up. Sometimes we don't show up to serve because we don't know who needs us. It's beneficial to pray for service opportunities and to ask where our help is most needed. Each time I use my body for good, I count my blessings that I can. 
Even if you're not on the verge of your own major health challenge, I guarantee that you know someone who is. Choosing to serve them can boost their mood, increase their happiness, and offer motivation to enjoy another day with those they love. Who comes to mind when you think about lifting the spirits of those who are suffering right now? Do you know your family's history? Depression, anxiety, and mental illness has plagued my family for generations. I know that a good use of my efforts would be to prevent depression and to encourage those I love to seek treatment. What health concerns should you address before they get worse? Keeping your health concerns hidden doesn't help anybody. The sooner you address what you're dealing with, the sooner you can reverse the impact. Seeking help is always better than trying to deal with it on your own. What health concerns do you need to share with your family and friends? Now is the time to make them known. Allowing the body to rest and recover is an important part of staying healthy. My body needs movement in order to keep alive. I know it's not one giant step that does the trick, it's lots of little steps. In order to make those steps, I need the four basics of health. I'll be preaching those until the day I die. Sleep, self-care, water intake, and movement. If you do nothing else, commit to these because they will give you a great baseline of health. Get at least seven hours of sleep, take time to tune into your feelings each day, drink 64 ounces of water, and practice joyful movement. You only have one body and you never know what's coming next. Consider what experiences you've had that increase your motivation to take care of your mind and body. Creating an emotional connection to commitment makes it meaningful and powerful. Ah, wasn't that story so good? I miss B every time that I think about her, and I am so grateful for the example that she had in my life, and I'm grateful for the messages I received to follow through and to become a new way of being, a new version of myself, and that feels good. When you're accountable, it feels good. And knowing you're always ready to do what you're supposed to feels good. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast, share this episode with somebody that you think would benefit from it, and I'm here to support you and to be your loving kick in the pants. I would love to connect with you, so please reach out and let's be friends. Hey friends, I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Your Loving Kick in the Pants. If you got any value out of this episode, I would love for you to drop me a review or share with a friend what you learned. All right, I'll see you next Wednesday for your loving kick in the pants.